What's up? Welcome to the Talk Man Radio Show Live back here every Friday. Unless I die at 6 p.m. on 12 Ounce Sports. Unless they realize that I'm uh, communicating signals via my eyelids, then they take me off. But they haven't caught on to us yet. We're good. Welcome to the Talk Man Radio Show Live. I am your host. You can call me John. It's fine. Um, and we're going to talk about, well, we got to do our usual thing. We're going to talk about some fantasy football this week. Got a couple things we're going to talk about. But first, we must got to pay homage to the dudes, the best sports guys around. That's 12-ounce sports. They're the best. They're the only ones let me on. <laughs> let me on. <laughs> Yo, you guys rock. Like, I can still come on? Okay. Uh, 12-ounce sports and 12-ounceSportsRadio.com. That's the website you can go to. Check it out. You can find all the... Uh, um, uh, donate buttons there, intro, uh, uh, articles are there, all kinds of good stuff. Check it out. And you can get the live feed of all the shows going on right now. Check out whenever uh, your favorite 12 ounce sports is on there. It doesn't have to be me. We're good. It doesn't have to be me. Uh, but whoever it is, you can check them out there. Also, there's a donate button at the bottom of that page. You can also go into the store, get the t-shirts, get the good stuff, you know, show off 12 ounce sports stuff. Uh, and social media for 12 ounce sports. You can catch them on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Talkman Radio. You can all, I'm only on YouTube for now. You can catch clips of the show over the weekend after, uh, you know, I usually put them up on Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I usually put them up on Saturday during the season, but we're out of the season, so. No, I put them up over the weekend. You got to catch them. Uh, but you can always catch me here every Friday at 6 o'clock. Um, what else? Like, I just got done working. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing. <laughs> but, uh, so, let's do the rundown. Uh, I do want to talk about... So actually, let's just get this out. Well, no. Let's do... We got the Wentz... With the Wentz hurts tra- the the Wentz trade to the Colts, we're gonna go over Wentz's uh, fantasy value coming in next year. Just what I think. Hurts uh, fantasy value now since he's gone. They, I know they were talking about. Oh well, you know we might keep them both. We got two quarterbacks. And they, you know, they're figure out what you're doing, and they did. And uh, we'll go over that the the trade itself and. Um, the fancy value from both quarterbacks moving forward in next year. And then we're going to go over five guys who got picked pretty high but got hurt. Where are they going next year? We're going to talk about that. But uh, as of right now, 12-ounce sports. I'm going to plug them again right now. Just want to take a moment to tell you about 12-ounce sports. Now that the action is officially back on, 12 Ounce Sports is your home for the best live talk shows covering all aspects of the sporting world and live game broadcasts. See, we're still talking about fantasy football here. No fancy bets, fantasy football, that's it. And other shows got hockey and sports in general, but fantasy football here, even in the offseason. With Zingo TV adding 12 Ounce Sports to their long list of channels, you can now catch my show and all the others on Zingo TV channel 761. All you got to do is download Zingo TV and use promo code 12ounce. That's 12OZ when signing up. It's that simple. Be sure to check out the latest blogs and podcasts as well on 12OunceSportsRadio.com. Told you. Told you it was a website. Didn't you believe it? You're lying. You're making up stuff. So, uh, first things first. You know, I, I saw this and I was like, no shit. Uh, Rush Limbaugh died this week. And anybody who sits in front of a microphone for anything, especially nowadays, Everybody's got podcast, um, a YouTube channel, or one of the up and coming channels. Everybody, everybody has a lot of people now talking in front of a, a, a microphone now. But this dude, last I checked, and this is years ago, uh, that dude was worth like half a billion dollars for talking in front of a microphone. You got to give that guy some respect. At the very least, I know there's plenty of people out there. I, yeah. Dude, relax. That dude. I, when, when I used to listen to that dude, God, when I was in my, if you want to call it, Republican phase. Um, yeah, that dude, that dude 
had his shit together. He knew what the hell, you know, he was fucking, don't go in there talking shit because he'll, like, he'll rock you. And he, with that, just stand in front of a microphone, in front of, on AM, by the way. I know, I don't know if anybody's young enough. I don't know if you guys are young. I don't know if there's anybody even out there. But back in the day, ask anybody older. AM, you know what AM was? AM was, the time is fucking fuck you. That's what the time is. And he goes back there. And then, news break. Ronald Reagan. That's what AM was. That that's what and that's all you played in the car. That's what that's what it was. Now it's all it's basically all like conservative radio, and then you get some some, some religious guys, and you know you get all kinds of shit on AM and radio now. That's what it was back then. And this dude came around, started talking, and then all these other dudes came around. You gotta respect that. So, uh, you know, yeah, rest in peace, brother. Thanks, thanks a lot for doing all that. Look at, look at what all, all the shit that came from that. Not bad. Got to give him respect for that. Dude's worth like half a billion dollars. So, uh, yeah, that's just throwing that out there for you. See what you think about that. But that dude was legit. That dude was legit. Um, yeah, so I wanted to say that. Um... And we're seven minutes in. Got to talk about something when you got no fancy football to talk about. <laughs> um, uh, okay, let's get into... There's something I want... Let's go with this trade. If I can find it. Because... I can't believe it. I pulled everything up but this. No. I pulled everything up. But what I want to talk about. Yeah, let's see. And I'm definitely considering bringing back my uh, screen so you can see the screen when I'm looking for stuff. This guy's going to talk about stuff. So they got... Ugh. Okay, so, okay, good. Yeah, and everything pulled up, but the actual, um, what happened to the trade. So what happened was, uh, they traded Carson Wentz yesterday, and um, they got back, I think they got back a second. You know, I pulled up the worst, I pulled up the worst things. Like, they don't even tell you. They're, oh, great. Yeah. They don't even tell you what the trade was. It was a blockbuster. It was this, it was that. But they don't tell you to forget. He got, they, they got, I think, a third this year and a second next year that could become a one if he plays well. Um, for a guy that they had to get rid of uh, and let uh, Hertz take over the, um, you know, the, the, the starter's job. So, for a guy who put up not great numbers, that's not bad. Uh, he's going, you know, he's going to, you know, a, a team that's farther along than, than the Eagles. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Eagles, they wanted, they, they wanted, they wanted ones. They wanted all kinds of crap for that dude. Nobody's going to give you that. You got, you got a conditional one. You should be happy with that. But, um, Overall, I think, you know, the, I think the Colts, you know, they, 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 I think it was a decent uh, trade for uh, the Colts. They, you know, if they're getting a quarterback, they needed a quarterback. This guy is gone, and they saw how far they can go with that guy. And that guy, uh, Philip Rivers wasn't even, I mean, he played okay, but you could tell when the big competition came around, he wasn't going to do it. Uh, so, eh. Uh, he retired. Okay, now let's go find another guy. And this guy, you know, they're looking to get rid of this guy. I'm sure they had their hands in uh, one or the other. It is so cold. <sighs> trying to see if I can see the air. Um, it's freezing down here. Um, so they gave up what they, what they gave up. And 
you know, it's okay. You get a second, third, you got a new starting quarterback. Are they going to go and pick up another one? Maybe. But at least he's going back to a guy he knows. So overall, the trade, you had to get rid of him if you're the Eagles. I think talking all that crap, yo, we want ones. People are like, give you no ones. You shit. The fact that you get a conditional one, one conditional one, um, you should be pretty happy with that. Eagles would be pretty happy with what they got. Uh, and now they're going to move on and rebuild with, uh, with the other guy. So, so overall, yeah, I, I think that the, the Colts got, they needed a guy. They're ready. They, uh, they want to make that jump. They got a legit defense. Um, and the Eagles wanted to get rid of them. They got a conditional one. Okay. So uh, overall, uh, I think the, the trade itself for now seems reasonable. Next year, you're going to be saying X got hosed. Guaranteed. So, uh, yeah. Um, well, let's talk about my bookie. So, we've got sports back pretty much every day now. And if you want to support the 12 ounce sports team, there's an easy way to get into the action. 12 ounce sports is going to hook you up with a crazy deal when you sign up and make your first deposit on mybookie.ag. When you make that first deposit on mybookie.ag, they'll match your first deposit up to $1,000 when you punch in the promo code 12OUTSPORTS. That's 1-2-O-Z-SPORTS, all caps, no spaces, when signing up on mybookie.ag to get your deposit match up to $1,000. Remember, always gamble responsibly. And you go in there and just throw it on the table. <laughs> Crazy people gambling. Ugh, I used to ugh, like crazy eyes. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> so let's look at um, Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts' value as of right now. Um, now, we haven't had the draft yet, but uh, we'll talk about that too as we look at the Who's surrounding both of these guys? We're going to do Wentz first. Let's look at Carson Wentz. So, Carson Wentz, we're going to look at the wide receivers as of right now. Well, let, you know, let's start with the offensive line. So, uh, this offensive line is ready to roll. You got Quentin Nelson there. You got Ryan Kelly there. Uh, Mark Lewinsky uh, played pretty well. And uh, Braden Smith and Chaz Green are two young tackles, uh, but you're in the middle of that line. You're you're good to go, and um, I don't think you got any problem with that. Quentin Nelson's he's like one of the best offensive line we got. So you got okay, you got five guys in front of you. They're pretty good. Uh, so immediately you have an upgrade on your offensive line, which. It's going to help when you know you don't have guys running in your face all day. You got a second to, you know, all right, survey, go. Rather than, okay, drop back. I'm running. I'm running. And you don't want to see this guy running. You want this guy back there throwing the ball, not getting hit because he's Fabergé. So, yeah, and that and that's that's a knock on him. That don't don't pretend like it ain't. That's absolutely you don't want this guy getting hurt. So him moving to a better offensive line immediately ups his value. Um, and ups his value to what it was in Philadelphia. So we've got a better offensive line. I think I think a lot of people would say that. I think the consensus of people would say that. Uh, your weapons? Let's look at your backfield. Jonathan Taylor, Neheim Hines, you're good. I think Jonathan Taylor's going to be... He played well this year in his rookie year. I think you can see a significant jump next year. He showed he can catch the ball a little bit, <clears throat> make some plays. I think he's going to do that. They want to run the ball there. They have that offensive line, and they can run the ball behind. It protects Carson Wentz. You've got Neheim Hines, who catches the ball out of the backfield, played well last year, made the most of his opportunities, had a bunch of touchdowns uh, for a backup running back. Yeah, he, he played, you know, uh, off the top of my head. I mean, I had him in my league. I'm going to say five touchdowns. I may be wrong, but somewhere in that area, between four and six, let's say. I know he had two in one game. But he also helped in PPR, dropped back, uh, uh, 
release valve. That's huge. That's exactly what they want. On top of that, you've got, and, uh, you know, I don't know if they're bringing back Marlon Mack. Uh, I think he might, his contract might be up and it's, yeah, all right, see you later, buddy. And maybe they pick up another guy um, in the uh, in the draft and in free agency to round out that backfield. But you got two guys back there with two roles to play that play them well. So your backfield is good to go. My opinion, that's what I think. That I think that's what they're looking at, and that's how they want to. That's how they want their backfield to look. Jonathan Taylor runs the ball, catches a few passes. Neheim Hines third down back, effective. Um, now let's go to wide receivers. Now moving on from um, the Eagles wide receivers, pretty much anybody you go to is going to have better wide receivers outside of maybe Jacksonville. But yo, and in New England, their wide receivers kind of crappy too. But these guys, they got real guys over there. T.Y. Hilton, T.Y. Hilton. He's still got that speed. You don't look, I mean, he's he's got a lot of it. I don't know if he has all of it. Uh, he has been hurt uh, over the last few years. So that does tend to uh, uh, break down your speed kind of immediately, especially when you compound you know, uh, injuries. Uh, you're just not as fast as you used to be. For a lot of guys, not everybody. Freaking, what's his, that guy who played for the Seahawks, he, Joey Galloway. Yo, that dude, that dude just run by it. I was watching something good. Check out NFL Network, top 10 fastest dudes. And they and they show you, like, these guys look like, yo, that guy's, that guy's gone. That, oh, that guy called, and then he ran away. Like, it looks like everybody else in slow motion, that dude's just fucking running. So, um, Joe Galloway was one of them. Even now, well, we'll get to the Eagles in a minute. I don't want to bust your, uh, I don't want to give you any spoilers, but the Eagles made a couple moves today. They made one move at least. Um, so yeah, you got a you got a deep threat there who's been doing it for years, knows how to play the game, and he's a deep threat. But he's not just a deep threat. He's he's a real a wide receiver. He's a real number one wide receiver. Uh, Ty uh, On the other side, you got Zach Pascal, pretty good player. Not you know doesn't blow you away, but plays looks like he's playing well. Played well during the season. Had some had some decent catches. Made some plays. And on the other side, you got this guy. Michael Pittman Jr. Last year, when T.Y. Hilton went out, you saw, okay, give me the ball. A little 8 for 110. Touchdown. Caught some big passes. All right. You're good. Now we got T.Y. Hilton there. Looking to get out of here. Looking to maybe, you know, I mean, he's getting up there. Maybe he's looking to retire or something like that. Or move on to another team. I mean, I don't know if if, if they don't want to pay him because he, yeah, you know, you're not getting 15 million anymore. You got your big contract now. You're going to make a, you know, a little less, especially with the injuries. But this guy's coming up. He's the kid coming up. So you got those two guys there. You get the legit guy, and then you get the kid, kid coming up, and you get the the, the 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 Zach Pascal who's hanging out there, knows what he's doing, plays his role. That's that's pretty good. And that and they showed last year, yeah, these guys with Philip Rivers back there, these guys can get some stuff done. You got to give them a shot, and it looks like uh, that's the way they're going next year. The tight end department here's where eh, a little shaky there. Um, you got Jack Doyle, Mo Alley Cox. Okay, fine. The issue I have is. When Carson Wentz was in Philly, and then Frank Reich there, which I haven't gotten into yet, when he was there, Zach Ertz was catching 100 balls, 90 balls, you know, a year. For those, like, two, three years there where he was, he was uh, a top, top three tight end. Him, Gronk, Kelsey, you know, um, yeah. He was, he, yeah, I'm throwing away tight end. That's my, that's my number one guy. Now, is it going to be a big change for him? Okay, now my number one guy is a receiver. Now we have to change some things around. Maybe, I don't know. We'll wait and see. That's a question uh, yeah, that's going to need to be answered. But Jack Doyle, Jack Doyle Mo Alley-Cox, meh. 
Jack Doyle used to be. I mean, Jack Doyle played, in my opinion. There's a guy I knew named Jack Doyle who's sitting at a bar. That's why every time I see Jack Doyle, I'm like, Jack, this guy, he's out there playing football. I can't, I can't get over the dude sitting at the bar. Hey, Johnny, to going out there catching touchdowns. Yo, what's up, Johnny? I just can't see it. It's hard for me to wrap my head around that. So uh, I, I never give Jack Doyle his due because I'm biased. Uh, because that dude is at the bar all the time. Jack Doyle, that dude is nuts. Um... Mo Alley Cox, I, I saw some things out of him. He looked okay. Um, but, you know, is he a number one guy? I don't know. I, I don't know. Trey Burton, he's been flying around for the last three, four years. Um, he's been getting money. Being, I think he was Zach Ertz backup, and he played well in the Super Bowl. He's got a Super Bowl ring. Um, but. I don't think he's gonna. I don't, I don't think. I don't think he's doing. It. He's doing it. Uh, and Noah Togi. I don't know who that dude is. Um, so now, what are you gonna do now? Are you you, you want to play the old? You you want to do? You want to make your own commercial next year with the uh, and uh, grab Zach Ertz, bring him over there. You want to do that? And then you can do commercials. You know, Zach, what should I do? And then they're gonna do a funny little thing. You should. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, go get Zach Ertz, bring him over, and uh, you know solidify this offense. That's most likely not going to happen, especially taking that huge contract from uh, from uh, the Eagles. So you're not going to get that. Um, not that you know, and you're not going to get that. So what are you going to do? You're going to go drafting. You're going to draft the tight end, maybe. Uh, but then, you know, you got to hope the learning curve is just, and he comes out and plays really well. Because you need to play well to un, to, to, to unseat Jack Doyle or, or Mo Alicox. Those guys aren't garbage. They're just not, you know, if they were at a Zach Ertz level, even, even, even now, if he's healthy, I would take Zach Ertz over, over both of these guys. But uh, that's the thing. Is he healthy? But a guy who could bring uh, some, like, like a Dallas Goddard his rookie year, bring him in. That would be the play, in my opinion. Um, that would help Carson Wentz out that. I think that would solidify this offense a little more. Uh, not that it isn't solid now. It's a pretty good freaking offense. But that is the kind of thing that could really push this offense ahead. So overall, those uh, running back in position, wide receiver position, Offensive line position. The only position that the Eagles actually, I think, have, have an advantage on is the tight end position. Now, it just so happens the tight end position was really integral in the success that Carson Wentz had when he was with the Eagles. Now, that position is kind of lacking here, but everything else is really good. So, it's going to be interesting to see um, how this works out. Now, another thing uh, about... Carson Wentz going there, he gets back together with Frank Wright. Frank Wright, pretty good coach. You know, he's got, you know, he's got, he won a Super Bowl with with all those guys. He wasn't the head coach. Carson Wentz wasn't the quarterback. But let's try to do it again. Why not? He's been, I think he he was there from the beginning when he, when um, they didn't bring in Frank Wright. Frank Wright was already there with um, who's that freaking Eagles coach? He got fired last week. Who? Who the hell is that dude? Uh, I can't believe I'm, I'm, I'm. I've been listening to that guy for freaking years. Wow! I last Eagles coach. I can't believe it. Okay, whatever. Um, God, there's some I'm a crack or something. So anyway, Frank Reich. Uh, Frank Reich is, uh, you know, he, he knows him. He worked with him during his best years. So I think there's something there. You got a shot with uh, with um, uh, Carson Wentz in Indianapolis this year. Absolutely. And uh, I think the only issue here is the tight end position. Is he really, is he a guy who needs to throw to bigger targets because he can't hit smaller targets? Is that 
Carson Wentz's deal? Has he fallen off the wagon that much from uh, 2017 that he can't hit? He, he can't play with good with good players. It's to be seen. I doubt it. I think he'll be okay. I think they're you know when they need him to throw the ball, they'll throw the ball, but they want to run the ball in Indianapolis. So I don't think you're going to have too many games where he's out there throwing for 450 yards. You're going to get a couple because that's just the way it is in the NFL. Everybody throws the ball all over the place. But uh, I don't think he's going to be one of those guys that uh, that shits the bed this year. Now you've got three guys so far that have uh, that have moved teams, three big-name quarterbacks that have moved teams. You still haven't even gotten into the draft yet where we're going to get Trevor Lawrence going to uh, Jacksonville and whoever else going to whoever somewhere else, like the Jets. Um, but this guy, yeah, I think all said and done, he'll be fine. He's going to have a good year. I think his value, fantasy-wise, um, where I think he's going to go, he's going to go between rounds 8 and 10, I think. But I think he's going to be, um, I'm going to give him... Between QB 8 and 12, I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be between QB 8 and 12. Somewhere around there. I think he's going to play well. Uh, he's going to throw some picks. But I think he's going to play a lot better. He's got a lot more a lot more uh, um, actual players at key positions to play with. Not Greg Ward. <laughs> Nothing against Greg Ward. But he ain't T.Y. Hilton. He ain't even Michael Pittman. So... That's that's where I'm going with the with the Wentz the Wentz side of the argument, um, the Wentz side of the trade, which was the big side because he was the one who got traded. So um, that's what I think about that. Um, and maybe we'll come back to this at the uh, next season, see where uh, where where it goes. But for now, what I really want to tell you about Zingo TV, check out Zingo TV. It's free. Please use the promo code twelve ounce. That's one two o z. Got to use the promo code. It really helps me do that. We know them. They know us. They know when you guys are doing that. So it's good to do the promo code 12Ounce120Z on Zingo TV. Why? Because it's free. 12Ounce Sports is channel 761. Plus, they have other actual sports channels, music channels, and all kinds of other things. All kinds of other channels that you have to go and check out to see what you like. ZingoTV.com is free. Go check it out. And it's free, like I say every week. Please sign up and use the promo code 12 ounce on Zingo TV. Why? Because it's free. Zingo TV, Z I N G O, and Zingo was his name up. ZingoTV.com is free. Use the promo code 12 ounce 120Z. I can tell you again. I'll tell you next week. And don't forget, at 11 a.m. every Saturday, you get a replay of Talkman Radio Show Live. We're talking about fantasy football. What was he talking about last night? Well, we're going to check it out on Zingo TV because it's free using the promo code 12F. 120Z. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, on the other side, we're going to check out the other side here. So, on the other side, you have a uh, second year um, quarterback who played a handful of games. Um, and now he's going to be given the reins of how many games they win last year? Four, four, eleven, and one, something like that. So you're giving a, a a guy with four games under his belt, um, a four and eleven and one team. Okay. Now, a couple things. Uh, let's talk. We're going to go the opposite way this year. This this time. The coach. Now you're bringing in a rookie head coach. No experience. And I heard one... In, I heard it, uh, about five or ten minutes of his um, introduction interview. Yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> it was just, yeah, I'm here to do whatever they, they tell me to do. Excuse me? You're the head coach? This guy's the head coach? So that's not great. Um, so we'll see. I don't like how, is this guy going to be one of those guys that lets, the quarterback wants this, he tells the 
the owner, the owner tells the GM, the GM tells him. So it's kind of a circular thing from, you know. Now this guy, I don't, I don't know if if Jalen Hurts. I mean, he's the starting quarterback now. If he plays well, he gets more power, and this coach gets nothing because that's just how the NFL works. <laughs> the players, you know, players play well, but I called the plays. Nobody cares about you calling plays. I threw the touchdown. And, uh, you know, you need, you know, I'm not, I'm, I don't see a lot of teams doing well when the players run it. When the coaches run it, you get guys like, yeah, Belichick. I mean, he didn't, I mean, Dad Brady, but Brady knew what was up. And he, you know, he knew that this is the best place to win six Super Bowls. So that's how he won six Super Bowls. Not that he couldn't have won them somewhere else, obviously. <laughs> but at least, you know, you got a tight nip. You know, you, you got a, a, a place where the coach is, you know, a, a big part of this. A big part of the disciplinary action. Can't have, the, can't have the play. You never see good things when players are on the team. Anyway, I don't know why I got on that, that rant. But uh, I'm not, I don't know about this head coach. I, I get bad vibes off this guy. It just seems weak. So uh, I wonder if the players are going to walk all over. If that happens, the team is going to do very well. But that doesn't mean the players. But as we know in fantasy football, it really doesn't, really doesn't matter how the team does. Ask Deshaun Watson that. Players, guys who had him on a team. That team won like four games. Deshaun Watson was like QB five or six. So it really doesn't matter how well they As a matter of fact, when they stink, they throw the ball more. Anyway. So... Uh, <laughs> So Jalen Hurts is going to come in this year. He's going to be the starter. Uh, I don't see them taking any rookies really high and putting, making them the starter or picking up anybody in free agency that would be the starter. So it's going to be him. He, um, You're going into a team, and we'll start it off uh, on the offensive line. Actually, no. Let's start it off. Let's start it off the other way around. Let's start off with uh, wide receivers. So, you played four games, five games. You've got, let's go down the line. As of right now, these are the wide receivers on the Eagles roster. Quez Watkins. Greg, Greg Ward. Greg Ward's still there. Khalil Tate. Uh, he might have been a practice squad guy. I don't remember that guy. Jalen Rieger. Injured. Uh... Made some plays here and there, but, you know, rookie, didn't do much. Alshon Jeffrey, ah, I mean, we're waiting to get rid of that guy. And they signed him. I mean, this team was in such salary cap shit um, from the way they've been running it. But they got Alshon Jeffrey, so we're good. Alshon Jeffrey, John Hightower, Travis Fulgham had a couple good games this year, and fantasy-wise, and then uh, they they were on to him. That was the end. Of, that was the end of his uh, his pass catching. He doesn't even have gr a green uniform on <laughs> in the Eagles website. That's that they never even got him in the, in the Eagles uniform. Deontay Burnett. Who who is that? I don't even remember that dude. And JJ Arcega Whiteside. That guy. They thought that dude was that dude should get cut right now. That dude stinks. So those are your those are your weapons of wide receiver. I'm not impressed. Um, now I'm gonna give you one little extra piece of information here. This is the way I see it. I don't know. Could be wrong. They very well could use they have a high drip. I think they're picking six this year. That very well could go to a wide receiver. And there's some guys out there uh, I'm going to get into, uh, but that could happen, and then, uh, I'll talk about who they could pick up um, if they use the sixth pick on a wide receiver. But, as who's on the team now, tight ends, Caleb Wilson, don't know that guy, another guy doesn't have an Eagles uniform on, Richard Rodgers, you're not going to get much out of him, Josh Perkins, Tyree Jackson, Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz, those two guys are the, the, the real tight ends. All the rest of these guys are just blockers and guys who aren't going to be used very much. Jason Kroom and Hakeem Butler. Who can forget them picking up Hakeem Butler? 
to be a backup tight end. I don't know if that's going to work out. So your tight ends, uh, you got decent tight ends. Zach Ertz has been injury prone. Uh, Dallas Goddard uh, is, is, I don't say clone, but he does a lot of the same things and he played well this year. I don't know if he's as, if he's going to put up the numbers Zach Ertz did, especially during his heyday, but uh, Dallas Goddard is a, a, a comparable uh, tight end. He can have big games. He's, he's a good player. Out of South Dakota State. Um, so the rest of these guys make no impact. Um, Richard Rodgers may catch a couple. That's about it. Those are your two main tight ends and your tight end sets. So uh, that's the way they like to play. Well, that's the way they like to play under uh, Peterson. That's Doug Peterson. Thank you. Um, that's the way they like to play under him. You're bringing uh, a coach from a similar offense, but he's going to be the head coach now. He's gonna, is he going to uh, run the same kinds of things? Uh, I would tend to say, yeah, but we don't know yet. So I'm going to say these two guys, uh, Dallas Scott and Zach Ertz, especially being your main offensive weapons, are going to be a big part of the offense going into next year. So uh, we're looking at a lot of tight end, double tight end formations here. Uh, and I think uh, those are two good guys to have. As long as, they, as long as they're healthy, you're fine. Are they going to be healthy? Especially Ertz. We'll see. Um, their offensive line, getting old. They were back in 2017 when Carson Wentz um, played his ass off. Uh, yo, that line was was right there. Jason Peters playing well, still getting hurt, didn't play in the Super Bowl, but got them, played well enough to get them to uh, where they had a shot to be in the Super Bowl. Now, since then, injuries, uh, getting older. Freak, guy's 39 years old. Guy's pushing 40. I think we're I think we're good on Jason Peters. Uh, Mylotta, okay, Lane Johnson. Uh, I think there's something going on with him and uh, human growth hormones or something like that. Did I hear that? I might have heard that right. Might have heard it wrong. I don't know. But uh, Lane Johnson, he's he's top shelf. But he's not only getting up there. He's 30 years old. Uh, we'll see where uh, where that goes. Um, Andre Dillard, is he going to work out? I don't know. But uh, you've got a good mix of offensive tackles there. You, you're going to need to dump some weight and some guys are going to have to play better. Uh, if that happens, you've got decent uh, offensive tackles. In terms of guards... Uh, you can use some help. Brandon Brooks, Nate Herbig, Sue Opeta, and Matt Pryor. That's not going to get it done. And you still got uh, Jason Kelsey, Travis's brother. Um, you still got him at center, which is good. But uh, eh. so your offensive line's getting old. Needs needs a massive influence, uh, influx of talent, preferably young talent. Um, are they going to go for it in the draft? Probably. Are they going to go for uh, for it with the sixth pick? That's a good question. My guess, like I said, I think they're going to go wide receiver, and we're going to talk about that. Um, so you're getting, you know, now it's good that the young quarterback coming in is mobile so that when the line breaks down, he can break out of that and maybe make some plays with his legs. But do you really want that? Okay, that's a part of his skill set. So that's good. If you can design that, have him doing it, you know, because, yo, run! Run! You don't want that to be part of your offensive structure. You don't want that. Run, bitch! You don't want that to be part of the offense. That's not good. So, uh, the offensive line not being good. You could use some help there. Uh, I, 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 you know, like... I don't see this as, uh, you know, oh, well, since, you know, if the, if the line can be, you know, you can take some, you can take inferior line and put them back there because the guy's, the guy, the quarterback has legs to get out of any message. That's not good. So uh, as uh, mitigating the problem with the quarterback's um, 
athleticism, I don't see that as a plus. Uh, we'll call it a break-even because you're still going to get hit. You might get some plays out of it, but you're still getting hit, and that's dangerous. <coughs> Especially for your quarterback because you see what's behind him. You saw what's behind him. Nate. Um, so the offensive uh, line is not great. Running backs are... Uh, kind of a mixed bag. I kind of like Boston Scott as a third round back, as a guy, as a shifty little guy, but he's not made for the, to be the workhorse. Miles Sanders is obviously the workhorse. Can he stay healthy? We'll find out. Corey Clement, Elijah Holyfield. I don't know who these guys are. Um, if Miles Sanders can stay healthy and Boston Scott is your secondary guy, that's okay. Uh, I don't see them getting much better in the, the draft because, uh, like I said, you. You have problems elsewhere. Why would you draft a backup running back? So if they do draft one, I don't see it. Definitely don't see it on the first day. Probably not even the second day. So uh, that's what you see is what you get running back-wise. But if they can stay healthy, uh, Miles Sanders is, is just fine. Uh, and Boston Scott behind him uh, is, uh, is serviceable. The rest of these guys, I don't know. Maybe they get lucky with a draft pick and get a, a decent player. But the rest of these guys are mad. So, um, uh, they seemed to play well when he was in there. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. It's the injury problem now. Well, you know, you need your guys back now. Um, what else? So, we have tight ends. That overall, um, yeah, I don't, he, you're definitely not in as, Hertz is not in as good a position as Carson Wentz is right now. Um, uh, Shit, Carson Wentz went to a playoff team that people say was a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. I don't know about that, but we'll see what happens next year. And Jalen Hurts going to the team won freaking four games. <laughs> so uh, you're in the you're, you know you're you're in the you're in the inferior position here. Now could he turn into? I know what they I, I know what the Eagles fans want. They want uh, Lamar Jackson. You're gonna get Lamar Jackson. You're going to get Lamar Jackson out of this. Uh, you're you're going to get... A guy who's probably going to struggle next year. So we'll see what happens. They're not going to build the offense like they did. They're not going to run the ball for 3,000 yards. <clears throat> they don't have the running backs to do that. They don't have the offensive line to do that. And they don't have the, the weapons to do that. But um, with the sixth pick... I'm pretty sure it's sixth pick. Um, in my opinion, you've got your choice of... Three guys, this is what, and, and I'm not a big college guy, and so I don't know about, like, uh, I know, I, I've seen these guys play, yeah, they look good, when they get drained, you know, the, the, the scouts and all that do all that bullshit, but you got Jamar Chase from LSU, I've seen, I think I've seen him, um, I don't know, I saw Clemson, I don't know, I didn't see that dude. Uh, but I saw that I saw those uh, wide receivers, especially Devontae Smith, uh, Alabama. I've seen Alabama play. Yo, Devontae Smith, that dude, that dude's good as shit. That dude don't mess around. Uh, if they go and get that guy, you know that that helps the wide receiver position. That helps your young quarterback. He's got a guy he can grow with. So uh, that's something. That that's something right there. Now they can go with a Jalen Waddle. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm not. You know, a scout guy. But if they go and take any one of these guys, you're going to get an upgrade in your wide receiver position. You have to. There's nobody else there. So no matter what, this guy comes in, I'm the number one wide receiver. Yeah, Jalen Reed can sit down. I'm the number one wide receiver. So uh, that's the way that's going to work out. And then they grow together. And we'll see what happens. That could help. Um, uh, if whoever they get... Blows up, but the Eagles draft picks never, they never do well. They always stink. So, I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen here. If they pick one, you know, he's going to be good. I don't see him doing much to help Jalen. I mean, not Jalen. Um, oh, yeah, Jalen. Jalen Hurts. I'm Jalen Rear. Um, so, I see him as he's probably going to get picked. He's gonna, they're gonna overvalue him, and he's gonna go somewhere between tenth, twelfth round next year. Um, outside of the Philadelphia area, which I am, I'm in. He's gonna go somewhere between ten and twelve, maybe thirteen. In this area, though, 
You gotta extend it down to round seven. I'm going round seven to twelve. Probably round seven to eleven. Ain't nobody letting that guy. Yo, yo, take the Eagles quarterback. Give shit what you think. I'm taking him. That's you. I know you want. You want to trade? You want to trade? Give me first round pick. I'll trade. I'll trade. Give me. Give, give me Zeke Elliott, and I'll trade him. Yeah, yeah. I'll take a cowboy for him. Yeah, over here he's going two, three round, two, three rounds earlier. So uh, that's how that's gonna work. So uh, yeah, that's where I think uh, those two guys are going, and we'll see with as the quarterback carousel goes. Ding, 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 ding. As that goes, we'll see uh, what happens. Uh, what what other quarterback uh, issues we're gonna talk about, and uh, where they're gonna go in the draft if they're gonna go higher, lower. We'll see. But you know what else I want to talk about? I love segways. Want to get an inside look at recreational sports betting? Then check out the Vegas Squares podcast brought to you by 12 Ounce Sports. Catch them every Saturday night at 10 p.m. Eastern on Zingo TV, channel 761. Told you, channel 761. And again, on Wednesday nights for their golf betting show. Want to bet golf? Watch 12 Ounce Sports Wednesday night. You get the golf betting show. Also, go check out the website. LVSquares.com. That's Vegas Squares exclusively on 12 Ounce Sports and Zingo TV. Right, Zingo. Keep saying that. Getting you in. You're thinking about it now. You know what else you should be thinking about? Checking out James and the Agent Wednesdays, 8 to 9.30. That's what's up. So, uh... Moving on. Moving on. Um... So I was looking at this. I was looking at, um... Guys who went in the draft and uh, going going over the draft, and I was like, "Wow!" Every year, same thing. Every year, it's the same thing, and you just don't know who it's going to be. Uh, but you're starting to get a little clearer picture, especially with the with the with the well, a couple of these guys. So I'm going to go over five guys who went uh, fairly high in the draft, got injured. What's going to happen to them next year? Just a quickie. Just wanted to get into some draft. Talking about the draft. Talking about guys. Talking about guys in the draft. Talking about fantasy football. That's what I'm here for. So, uh, first guy was the first pick in a lot of drafts. A lot of drafts. Um, Christian McCaffrey. Now, up until last year, he played every game. And the year before that, he went... Bonkers. He went totally bonkers, and everybody was like, "Yo, this guy." And that's 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 how that's how it's gonna be. That's my number one pick. Put putting up thirty points a game. Well, played three games this year. I'm not even sure if he made it through all three of those games. But he played three games. Um, Fifty nine attempts, two hundred twenty five yards, three point eight carries. Five touchdowns. Still five touchdowns. Still five touchdowns. It's a lot of touchdowns in three games. So, um, 220, 225 yards in three games is not great. You're looking at, uh, what, like 70, 70 yards? A little over 70 yards? 70, 75 yards a game? That's not great. Uh, you can do better. Uh, but it's not terrible, but it's the fact that you weren't playing. That's what we don't like. And then you don't want to get labeled. We don't want to label you that injury-prone guy that really drops your draft status. And uh, in those three games, you also caught uh, 17 passes for 149 yards and a touchdown. So in three games, put up, you put up six touchdowns for you in those three games. But um, so that didn't work out. Uh, a lot of guys have picked him unless you, you know, really picked well because that's your number one pick and you need running back is by far still by far the most important position if you have a running back if you don't have a running back the other guy does there's plenty of wide receivers out there you're gonna have problems and if you have no running backs then you're really screwed so um running backs get preferential treatment uh in the draft so uh him being the number one pick, he's probably going to go down to uh, a mid-late first round. He's not leaving the first round. Running backs get priority. That's the way it is. Now you're gonna. There's gonna be with his drop. 
comes Mike Davis's shoot up the uh, up the draft board uh, as a handcuff because we got to we got to defend against this guy missing all these games. We got to defend. What you think of that? Got to do it. So uh, instead of him being a 16th round 16th round pick, he's going to be fifth sixth round pick now, probably somewhere around there. So that's McCaffrey. Moving on. The second pick <laughs> of the draft uh, in a lot of drafts was uh, Saquon Barkley. Now, Saquon Barkley played 13 games in 2019, still had 1,000 yards. But this year, that was, it turned into, now he, I'm a little surprised. I, I, I didn't check prior to this, but I should have. Um, he played 13 games in 2019. I thought he missed a lot more games than that. But, uh, he, and he did get 1,000 yards. Had Only had six touchdowns, though. But last year, two games. Two games. 19 attempts, 34 yards, 1.8 yards of carry. You're screwed. No touchdowns. Six receptions, 60 yards. Yo. Yo. That, that's not going to work. That is not going to work. And running backs, you get a, you are at a premium if you're a running back, but it does not take very many seasons for you to drop and then drop and then see you later. You're you know you're you're out of here. You're gonna get unless you get the only thing that usually brings running backs back <coughs> is being moved to another team, and then they get oh well you know new faces, new places, all that bullshit. Um, you, you you get a whole page. In the fantasy magazine, but you know it's how you do. And sometimes they work out, but you know, a lot of times don't. Look at go look at Todd Gurley. So um, Saquon Barkley is, you know, he's still he's still going to be the featured back in, in uh, New York. I don't see them going out and getting um, any run. Spending any real draft capital on a backup running back. Now, will they go and get, you know, like a, uh, a Latavius Murray type guy? Yeah, I, I would see that. I, you know, a legit guy who was a number one maybe two years ago. I, I wouldn't go with the Todd Gurley, but I'd go with, you know, I'm a, nobody's coming to mind right now. But you, you know, somebody in the, the, um, um, Murray from New Orleans kind of category. Um, because you got to have somebody behind him. I mean, the, the, the backups did a good job, but you drafted this guy second overall? Yeah, you got to bring more than that. Second, that's, you, you're, you're, you know, you had one good year and then you had 1,000 yards. 1,000 yards ain't what it used to be. And now you're missing 14 games. So, but as I said, you're still at a premium. You're still at a premium. Uh, Saquon Barkley probably drops to even, and let's just, and I'm just saying this. If, oh well, it's, this is if he's still not injured before the draft. If he's injured before the draft, you know he's gonna miss four games. He's getting picked, and who knows where he's getting picked. But if he's healthy, oh everything's going good. He's probably a second round pick now. Late first, maybe somebody might take a shot late first, but he's probably going to the second round. Uh, it's hard to trust guys with injuries immediately getting injured, getting injured, and the same injuries, bad injuries. You can't have big knee problems like that. So uh, uh, Barkley's probably going to drop in the second round. Um, next, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas played seven games this year, caught 40 passes for 438 yards, no touchdowns. A lot of those games... Did not do well. Um, he doesn't even get to 100 catches at that ratio. Um, no touchdowns. Just when he played, he stunk. Uh, he had Drew Brees. There. It's not like, well, <coughs> no, he didn't have. That's my mistake. He had uh, the running quarterback. He had Taysom Hill in there. So I could see he still had a 100 yard game with Taysom Hill in there. One of those games, uh, like seven or eight catches for 100 yards. But uh, he was used a lot over the last, throughout his whole career. I mean, he 
caught a lot of pants. He's 92, 104, 125, 149. And then the usage came crashing down last year. So that, that's what happened. And that's what's going to happen. You, you know, there's only one Jerry Rice. There's only, you know, these guys don't come along and just do this for 15 years. And, you know, they, you know guys get hurt. And especially when they're used so much, you know, it happens. So uh, uh, I think there are some questions to Michael Thomas. Is Drew Brees coming back? I don't think he is. But now they're kind of trying to try it out there. Oh, well, he might be coming back. I don't know. I don't know about that. But uh, so I put two in there. Uh, Michael Thomas, I think with a year um, getting back to health, uh, I think it'll be – I don't think we're going to see 149 catches anymore at 1725 in yards. I don't think we've seen that anymore, especially with Drew Brees possibly retiring. But if Drew Brees does come back, he's a late first-round pick. If Drew Brees does not come back and they go with Taysom Hill or <laughs> uh, James Winston, you're looking at mid-late second-round pick because you know, I don't trust either of those quarterbacks. And you got to take into account that he was hurt. And when he played last year, he, you know, he he didn't play well. So that's that. Next on the team, uh, next guy is another wide receiver. And I got a tight end after this. Try and guess who it is. Um, Julio Jones. Julio. Julio. Now, Julio is, uh, he's been missing games the last couple of years. He's still, I mean, 2018, he played, <coughs> excuse me, pretty well. 113, 1,677 uh, yards and eight touchdowns, but he was never uh, early on. He he was, but after that, it's it just the touchdowns weren't there. I mean, the, 2012 was the last time he put up double digit touchdowns. Some guys find the end zone, some don't, and he is not one of them, and he never really has been. Um, eight touchdowns is his max. He did that twice in 15 and 18. 18 was by far his best year uh, over the last five. And uh, ever since since 18, missed a game in 2019, caught 99 balls with 13.94, six touchdowns. Not bad, but there's other guys who did who did better. You know, there's other guys who put up more touchdowns, other guys who put up more catches, especially nowadays. We've got quarterback showed the ball 40 times a game. Um, there's other guys in the first round that you can get that will play better than that. So that's why uh, he dropped a little bit. He was uh, kind of a second-round pick uh, in the leagues this year. This year he put up 41, 51 for 771, 771 and three touchdowns, played nine games. That's going to drop him down to somewhere in the third, early fourth round. And I am – he's not even the number one there now, so you got to take that into account. Julio, Julio, just dropping like a fly. Now, if he goes somewhere else, that could rejuvenate him a little bit. But it's the injuries that I'm worried about. He's missed a couple games here and there. And last year, he missed seven. So, not good. So, I think he's dropping to third, early fourth round status. And last but not least, George Kittle. What? Uh, I always liked George Kittle. Um, when uh, In 2018, I picked him up and dropped him. I picked him up and dropped this dude. But uh, last year, he was the number two tight end <coughs> coming off the board. Uh, I liked him. Uh, I went with Kelsey, though. Thank God, because this guy played eight games, called 48 passes for 634 yards. That's still pretty good. You extrapolate that out. That's 1268 in terms of uh, yards, but only two touchdowns. Uh, again, I see him dropping to, like, third, fourth round. Uh, but he's... Uh, He's a legit tight end. So uh, I think Darren Waller gets picked before him. Uh, and definitely Kelsey. So uh, that's it. Those are five guys we're talking about. Those are my comments. And come back next week. See you later. I'm done.